Check, 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 check. Hello. 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 Okay, I'm chewing pizza. Hello, people. Post America Podcast. We're back. It's been a long time. And uh, man, I fucking missed you guys, man. I haven't seen you guys in three months. It's been months. We were doing good for a while. We were putting out consistent podcasts. The universe was happy. We were being rewarded. We were. Now we're being punished. And it came to a screeching halt, and the universe shat upon us. You know what? We had so much feedback about Ray that people didn't want any more podcasts unless Ray's on, so we're waiting for Ray to come back. He's out there. <laughs> Ray, baby! We miss you, baby! Ray is on a monster tour right now. Just a dude on tour. He's not in a band. He doesn't play music. No. He's taking in a whole. He's just on tour. Giant geographic area. What was that last show? The, the, he came to the Madball show with us. In he Reverb. came to Reverb, yeah. And uh, these couple dudes were at a table. I walked by. I said, Yo, when are you gonna do another podcast? I said, oh, I don't know. He's like, You can have Ray on again. <laughs> I said, Yeah, Ray's here now. And I pointed to Ray at the bar. They're like, No way. That's Ray. I said, Yeah. They're like, Oh my god. I'm gonna buy him a drink. I said, Yeah, go buy him a drink. And they're like, Yo, that's really how he talks. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Yo, when we met Ray, how old was Ray? He had to be. He was 13. probably thirteen, I think. I remember when I met him. He he came up to me, thirteen years old. Said, "What's good, nigga?" Like right off the bat. Yeah. Yo, he. <laughs> I was just telling that story to someone today. He he was at a show. I met him at a show, and he asked me for a ride home from the show. So I was like eighteen. He was yeah. probably like thirteen. And I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yo, yo, let me get a ride home." <laughs> I'm like, "Where?" He's like, "I heard you live, you know, I heard you live in Mount Pocono." And I'm like, well, "Yeah, where do you live?" He's like, "You know, told me where he lives." And I, and I gave him a ride home. He's like, "Yo, come meet my mom's." That first so, day, that first night, wow. it was like you know, twelve thirty at night. Yeah. And I went in his house. His mom was up. I met his mom, and she like, she's like. As soon as she heard I was straight edge, she was like, oh, she loved me. Oh, yeah, because you're hanging out with the... Because Ray was already... He was already in AA <laughs> when he was 13. <laughs> and he was so proud of his... He oh. got like a you know a 30-day t- chip and a 60-day chip or whatever they do. You and know, all you tell that like, story about that bad thing I did, aren't you? Yeah, I don't know. We already told that once. Oh, we did, but, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a terrible tale. But Ray has been the same since we knew him and I've... I tried my best to to uh, steer him in a, a positive direction. But Ray is Ray, and Ray, you know, Ray. he's his own man. Since, and once you know him, you kid, love him. You can't not like Ray. But he's out there having fun, so he can't be on a podcast. So listen to it anyway. Don't shut it off. I got a really good uh, tweet from somebody. Let me see here. A somebody, somebody said, uh, let me see if I can find this. He said, hold on a minute. You mean to tell me black Ray is not black? Exactly. Yo, by the way, he hates when you call him Black Joshua Ray. Joshua Askew 
You asking me or you asking him? At your gods aren't for me on Twitter. He said, wait, Black Ray ain't black? That's what I'm saying. And it made me laugh really fucking hard when I read it. But if you go to Ray's hood, (laughs) I remember I went to his kid's kid's birthday party in the projects. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were there. Derek was there. And me and Derek were the only white guys in the whole place besides Ray. So all these brothers in the projects, rough spot. They're telling us about, you know, the pistolo on the shoestring hanging in the, in the gutter drain in case some, something pops off. <laughs> they rented a big, uh, that big uh, slide thing, remember? Yeah, the blow up. They had a nice, they got a pinata going on, DJ. And then this dude comes up to me. He's like, yo, yo, you've raised boys, right? You know, yeah. He's like, yo, man, the hood was nice before Ray moved in. I was like, what, what are you talking about? Yo, he, he destroyed the hood. Once he moved in, forget it. Forget it. The hood went downhill. Yeah, he said there was no, he said they didn't have crack in there. They didn't have her- oh heroin. God, they didn't have Ray. anything like that Jesus before Ray got there. Christ. And uh, it was just Trump like weed, kid. you know? He's a, so, he's a bringer of bad things. Sorry about that, people. We tried. We tried. <laughs> we love him. Um, Richie, yes. before we get into it, I got... I got a couple of Twitter things. Uh, when you say Twitter things, what do you mean? Questions? Well, a comment. Oh, okay. Because I got some questions. This one's for email. you. Go ahead, it shoot. Says, what do you got? Uh, getting your hair dyed black by a gay German. That's feminine. That is very feminine. But it's also very respectful. I let him go on with it. Uh. Let me ask you. <laughs> if you're going to get your hair dyed black, who would you get it dyed black from? A gay German. I'd rather have a broad do it. Or a... You know, uh, or a, uh, a like a little Latino fella. I'd rather have a broad door. Oh, between the two? Yeah. The German all day. The German all day. They know about chemistry and that kind of yeah. shit. Yeah. You know. But the thing is, I didn't go in there with that mind. You know, I didn't know that was going down. You weren't looking for a gay German. A gay, gay German was no. thrust upon you. I didn't. I wasn't looking for a dye job. I was thrust looking for upon a, a haircut. And then it turned into him making comments about my beard. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah. it turned into... <laughs> And somehow you ended up getting your head dyed. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, you got me, bro. All right. You want to throw that in my face? What's your name? <laughs> um, a quick mention. Jacob Landrow. Landro. I'm mm-hmm. not sure how to pronounce it, Jacob. I'm sorry, brother. But uh, my friend Jacob, I, I befriended on online. Yeah. He sent me the dopest setup because he knows I like coffee. And I talked about it. And Hoya likes coffee. And, we, you know, when we're... On the road, we're always looking for like cool coffee spots. Yeah. So Jacob, he's the head, the uh, roast master for a company in upstate New York called Gimme Coffee, hmm. and and uh, he sent me a grinder. A he sent me two or three bags of beans. Wow. I think he sent me like six bags total since I met him. Yeah. He's always sending me like coffee stuff. But he sent me three uh, bags of beans. He sent me a thermos. He sent me these little filters, a aero press. It's like a French press, but uh Oh, that was a nice man. It's different. It's like it's similar to a French press. Yeah, I don't know nothing about this stuff. This is to make your own coffee? It's to make coffee when you're on the road. Oh all you okay, need okay. is fill that little thermos up with, with hot water. So you just need your beans with you? You bring the beans. These apparatuses? You, yeah, you do everything on the road and it's sick, man. So he's trying to like develop this like a uh 
a to-go system for people who don't yeah. want to stop at Dunkin' Donuts and these chain places. That's Dunkin' Donuts. And you want to like make like you know really good gourmet yeah. coffee that that you bring yourself. So it works really good. Um, he's trying to like you know iron out all the kinks before he puts it for sale. But uh, he sent me one just to test it, and it's dope. And uh, and he's from Gimme Coffee. Gimme Coffee. Gimme Coffee, baby. Really good coffee too, man. Nice. Thank you. The Jacob. name's a little crazy. They could change the name, right? Gimme Coffee. Why are you being so demanding? I don't even know you. How about you give me coffee? You're selling it. <laughs> what do I got to do with coffee? He did give me. Look, there he is. Check him out. He should have been gave you coffee. Should have been. Oh man, check out the roaster. Looks like a wild dude. He got tattoos on his chin. Yeah, man. He ain't no joke, oh, man. Baby. Nice. Very nice of you. You do any stuff that I like that you can send? How about a soda making machine? Oh, imagine that. Do we have any friends out there that make soda? I don't know. I love a good soda. Oh, my God. Yo, in the morning at work, I get a little bag. I've been getting a bagel, every toasted everything, butter, and a little can of Coke. The Coke, I'm yeah, telling you, is right good in the for morning. you. It cleans out your whole, like, your throat, your chest. You feel everything like being like, it feel like they're power washing your insides when you have a Coke first thing. <laughs> Coke Did you first thing in the morning. morning. Did you ever have a ginger beer? Ginger beer. Ginger oh, beer. Good. It's like root it's good, beer, man. but it goes up. Your sinus is like a wasabi. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the... Uh, remember, I used to get those small bottles. Trying to think of the company that I got it. Because um, they had also the a, a cola version that was... Yeah, yeah. I know yeah, what you mean. It's stuff. the little tiny bottles. Yeah. It was... Um, I love all that kind of stuff, but they're too small and they're too expensive. Yeah, I want like a two liter of it. Yeah, yeah I want a big one. It's like one sip for that thing, man. Plus, so, I like the cream sodas and. But ginger beer is dope, especially yeah. like you said for cleaning it out because That's, yeah. I, you take one sip and it like your nose starts running, makes you sneeze like yeah. wasabi. Yeah, dude, good. that's I'm telling you, Coca Cola first thing in the morning. I guarantee you ever put a penny in the Coke. See how clean the penny gets. There you go, people. Just Doctor, imagine what it's doing to your inside. Yeah, it's cleaning your oh, It's cleaning your whole inside. Cusso you do it first thing in the morning, Coca-Cola. cleans everything. You know, I heard you could do a colonic with Coke. Yeah. Now you're being wise. Coke colonic. <laughs> Coca-Cola is American wine. It's one of the greatest exports this great country has ever had. You can't deny it. Go all over the world. You see that logo, baby. That's like, it's like, put it upside. If you put that upside down, and if you understand Aramaic, it says God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a little known fact. Yo, we were we saw houses made of Coca-Cola billboards and all over Mexico. (laughs) It's like every other house. When you're just driving through the desert, or any house you see, Yo, we there's definitely a, a wall that's made of a Coca-Cola. Remember some sign. of the places we were eating at, like this, the town with like 28 people, and they got like a little, like a shanty set up for like a, that sells food, and we were, <laughs> yeah, we'd order something, and we see them just step on a pigeon, break its neck, and throw them on the grill right in front of us. We didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Yo, they like, yeah, we we played a show, and after the show, we went to some. It was just like a garage, like somebody's yeah. garage at their house. It was like a lawnmower upside down, yeah. like getting worked on. And then there was a, a grandma making food on some like a little hibachi yeah. grill, and a little uh, limbo going around in the corner, a little pinata activity. Great place, Mexico. <laughs> Yo, remember how hot the girls were in Mexico at the toll booths? Oh yeah, yeah. it was incredible. The what closer, was that? the closer we got to Mexico City, yeah. The toll booth attendants got hotter and yeah. hotter and hotter. And you know what else was changing? What's that? My voice. Every getting lower and lower, lower, lower. How you doing, baby? <laughs> but last one, I was doing real low. Like, like what's that black dude? I was sounding like Darth Vader and stuff. James Earl Jones. I was like James Earl Jones going through that last toll. Yo, I want to mention tonight is the Super Bowl. After Super Bowl. But man. listen, you remember the last Super Bowl? No. We had we did at Sarah Street with Danny Schuler. Oh, that's right. That's true. A year ago today, Danny Schuler. So that's two Super Bowls in a row that we didn't give a shit about. And we Great did a drummer, Danny. Post America podcast. Drummer. 
And for those who don't know, uh-huh. I did a couple songs with Danny Schuler. That's right. So got a little surprise for the people. Richie surprise. is currently involved in one of the most exciting. <laughs> and pardon me, Rich. I gotta say it. I gotta say it, Rich. What? Super groups. Oh, come on. I have to say it. Listen, there's no, other way, there's no it. other way to say it, Rich. There's have no actual, other way to say have it. Having actual rows on keyboards is not a big deal. Listen. All right. Richie is currently involved in one of the most exciting supergroups I've ever heard of. Oh, you're crazy. Can we talk about it? Or is it on yeah, the hush-hush? We'll hold off. Okay. Let's put a we'll product out first. But I will talk about this then. We do have a band name. To on. a l- much lesser degree. Uh very exciting project for Wisdom and Chains. We're doing a split seven inch with Madball. Yeah, I can't wait. And I'm very excited. Freddie is going to be singing on one of our songs. Freddie, which is just awesome. It's like a yeah. dream, dream come true. And um, not dream come. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like Dorothy from uh, Wizard of Oz. You sound or like a real like bitch right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yo, definitely. Like, come on. But no, that's awesome. To us, he's, it's a big deal, he, man. We're fans of this music. Yeah, he's probably. He's definitely top ten, if not the best hardcore frontman. Top five, of, of dead or time. alive. And uh, so, Madball from New York City, somebody who I've always uh, emulated, you know. Yeah. And another frontman who I started to emulate. I didn't know I loved him until cool. I saw him live, and I started to emulate D. Snyder. D. Snyder. I knew that. So we did a uh, we we got to cover a Twisted Sister That's song. Right. Very cool. A lot of people don't realize Chris's cousin. What is it, your second cousin? How's that work? Uh, it was my third cousin. Third cousin was AJ Piro. AJ Piro, yeah. Rest in peace, AJ. Who's the uh, recently deceased drummer of Very Twisted good Sister. drummer. Great drummer, incredible drummer. So we got to cover a Twisted Sister song yeah. recently in the same uh, recording session as the Madball split. No, I'm excited for that split, man. Just to have Freddie on our thing. And recently, Freddie did us a very big favor that we can't really talk about it. But thank you very much, Freddie. And Freddie, the gold is under the bridge. Repeat, the gold is under the bridge. Thank you, Freddie. Thank you. Hoya, pass that along. He'll know what it means. Hoya don't know that one, but Freddie will know what's up. (laughs) He did a good thing for the band. He He always looks out. Um, With nothing to gain, he looks out. Yeah, that's true. We had a great... Little run of shows with Madball. Yeah, you know what? Since we were on, we had probably a lot of stuff. We, but yeah, the most recent thing was a little run with Madball that was so fun. Those guys are a lot of fun, and uh, except for Mitz, he's not really fun. He's only you know he's boring with the sports and all of that. Yo, Mitz. No, I like Mitz. (laughs) Mitz hooked us up with some American history though. Remember in in Stanhope, New Jersey? Yeah, Mitz is smart dude. Mitz took us to a a little like a pub or what do you what would you call that place? Old Inn. An inn, yeah. yeah. But apparently, I don't know, did George Washington actually go there or something? I guess. They had a giant picture of, uh, like a portrait of George Washington yeah. when you walk in his huge, awesome uh, entryway. Yeah. The no, Bell Mitch, House, Mitch very I think smart. it was called. He's a fart smeller, Mitz. The Bell House. The Bell House. So, yeah, big shout out to Madball. What else did we do uh, since the last podcast? Did we do those H2O shows? I don't know. Did we Man, do a podcast so long ago? Those? I don't know. Well, if we didn't, shout out to H2O for hooking us up with some those 20-year anniversary shows. Yeah, such a good Great time. time. And uh, sadly, mm. we, but, you know, it's also kind of cool, but we got to play the last Vision vision show yeah, yeah. in uh, in Philly, which people were commenting that it was the last yeah, Vision show. somehow they knew that, yeah. And, uh, well, they almost foresaw it. They made, 
they they made it true when it wasn't we didn't think it was true at the time we're like why is everybody saying this is the last vision show it's not the last vision show but unfortunately it turned out like that yeah so rest in peace dave from vision um I'm glad he got to play that show. That was a sick, yeah. sold-out show man, that's in a, Philly. That's a key band in, in New Jersey hardcore history, East Coast hardcore history. Been Even around, Philly. Even yeah, Philly, yeah. totally. The whole doubt, area, South Jersey, Philly, the whole Northeast. They were doing stuff before everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Like, you know, they were, they were with us opening for H2O on, on H2O's runs. H2O, they did great, but Vision was around before H2O, and H2O was doing it. What was twenty year thing? Ten year thing? What yeah, was it? Twenty. Yeah, I mean, they, they've been around Vision, man. They got their props, respect, and I was never real familiar with those dudes until the tour. I knew the name. I came across them here and there, but they were good dudes, nice guys, man. Let us use their gear, this and that. We chopped it up. Yeah, people die, man. It's just like uh, it's another sad thing we just did uh, last weekend. You know. Yeah, we got a, an opportunity we to play a uh, a benefit show for. A friend's uh, son was just killed in a drunk driving accident. He was a passenger. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, he was killed in a drunk driving accident. I didn't even know the details. And um, so we got to play a benefit for our friend Tragedy up in um, in upstate New York in uh, Albany. Unbelievable. Sad, man. It's really sad. It you can gotta... happen at the drop of a dime, the blink of an eye. Your time is done and you're gone. And you don't know for sure what's next. So stop taking dumb chances, man. And you know what? Take a day off of work. Go do some fun shit, man. Yeah, F work. I, I was talking to this guy on Friday about, he, he was bragging to me about how he worked overtime, you, you know. Dummy. 15 Saturdays in a row or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, dude, man. you, you Live life. Go, go on a vacation. Go on a trip. Take off any chance you get. You're never going to be on your deathbed wishing that you worked a Saturday. Wishing, I wish I had one more Saturday, a time and a half. Yeah, you're never going to be nope. wishing that you that you you worked the the weekend that your family went to the beach. You know, you, you're not going to be wishing yeah. that you worked. You're going to be wishing you did the fun shit, man. And check it out. I remember I was in Las Vegas once, and I was getting very lucky. Everything I touched, I was winning. I was playing roulette. Boom, 10, 10 wins, 11, 11 wins, 17, 17 wins, 27, 27 wins. Those are all the New York Giant greats, Eli Manning, Phil Simms, Brandon Jacobs, you know, whatever the case. I was doing 17 for Plexico Burris at the time. Winning, winning, winning. More than Donald Trump. More than Charlie Sheen. What? Winning. But then I said, you know what? I'm taking everybody to see Bernie Mac. Um, Richie, let's go. See Bernie Mac, funniest guy. I could see his eyeballs from my seats. Yo, he used to do that big wide eye thing. He was you know? fucking awesome. And man. at the end, he said, "Yo, thanks so much, but everybody, please, if you're gonna remember anything from the show, remember this: if you get an opportunity to stay home from work and have fun, do it. Every once in a while, stay home and go see a movie and just enjoy life. Do it." I was like, man, that's good advice. I hear Mad Joe's repeating that advice today. Wow, that's crazy, man. The deceased Bernie Mac. Fucking love Bernie Mac, man. Yeah. So go out there, have fun. You know, don't spend all your days listening to podcast. Wait a minute. Disregard that advice. <laughs> spend one hour, hour and a half maybe, listen to this Find one. a good hour and a half podcast like this one. Those other ones that are longer might not be uh, good for you. <laughs> but Joe, what do we got? We got questions? Oh, Jesus. What do you got? You got something lined up? Yeah, I got a couple weird ones, but uh, 
Let's see. You're gonna ready. Mm-hmm. While we're Let's doing this, here. you can Yo, play some Jeopardy pick- music. If you had to pick your favorite of the kings of comedy out of the four kings of comedy, you remember who they are? Oh, like that tour that went yeah, around? Yeah, that tour. It was uh, Steve Harvey. He's yeah. absolutely off the list. Yeah. Uh, uh, that Obama the, the dude with the uh, with the birthmark. Uh, D.L. Hughley. Yeah, I like him. You got Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. And you got Bernie Mac. Bernie Which, Mac's the king of Bernie Mac? Yeah. I, I'm a toss-up between Bernie and Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, Cedric would Cedric be is a funny fucking dude, man. Yeah. But how about the all-time actual Mount Rushmore of comics? The actual Mount Rushmore of comics? In your opinion. Ooh, man. That's just so... Like, it's Mount Rushmore is only four dudes. That's it. Four you dudes, know? baby. That's, like, really fucking hard. So, I'm going to do my my uh, my uh, wild card pick first. Wild card. And I'm going to say Big J Okerson. Wow. New Jack on up on Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore oh, Good for you. A Philly cat, too. Yeah. Big J Okerson is... You're a funny dude. One, he, he's, he's very dirty, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's dirty, but he, it's Come not... Come on, Jay, clean it that's up. That's not what makes him funny. That's not what makes him yeah, funny. Yeah, but I want to take my kids to the show. Then uh, you want to go see uh, Jeff Foxworthy, maybe? I don't know. Now, he, now that's a funny guy. <laughs> Foxworthy is pretty funny. Yeah, they're all funny. But, okay, uh, so that's the wild card. So I thought a wild card would be Big J Okerson. Um, BJO, they call him. Man, Bill Burr is really making a, a big wow. push. He's making a big push. Yeah. Really making a push. Over Okerson. Come on, no. I mean. If you're going to have a definite spot. Like I'm talking gonna... about me crying on the floor. Okay. Well, That's yeah. what I'm Everybody's talking about. Everybody's different. So, Bill Burt is, I, I respect the genius mm-hmm. of what he does, but he hasn't made me cry laughing like Jay Okerson has made me cry. Okay. So, he's still he's still on the outskirts. Yeah. Of my Mount Rushmore, he's half chiseled in, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's, in we'll it, yeah. he's in my sketchbook. He's in my sketchbook. In my sketchbook, but I haven't I haven't put hammer to chisel yet. Um, man, I watched live on the some Sunset Strip Richard Pryor a couple weeks ago. In his time, fucking it's a funny dude. outstanding. Yeah. It's funny now. Yes, that's what it's it rarely still, happens. It's still funny now. When old school cats have relevance and still are funny and not victims of their times, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I'll put Richard Pryor for sure on RP. my Mount Rushmore. Burn himself alive for that. Now, here's the here's yeah. the one that's going to be the controversial pick. Not Jay Okerson? This one's going to cause much this more controversy. Going, this guy's crazy. What much more controversy. Okay. He's even laughing just thinking about this dude. Listen, when the Mount Rushmore was made, who was the Teddy Roosevelt was probably the one that people were like, what the fuck? What's he doing on there? You Maybe. know what I mean? Chris would know. So he's my Jay Okerson. Jay Okerson is my Teddy Roosevelt. Okay, well, what do you got? What's the third one? My third one's going to be Bill Cosby. Well, he was funny in his time. You know, for... He's going to be my, my third one. Yeah. And my fourth one. But, you know, the people, there's going to be public outrage, of mm. course. When they actually see the face mm. yeah. on the mountain, they're going to be like, Jeffrey what Dahmer the right next to problem. They're going to blow his nose off like the Sphinx. <laughs> the ISIS is going to show up. Yeah. Uh, so, my fourth pick on my Mount Rushmore. Oof. God, gun to my head. Oof. This is insane. 
Wow, stumped him, Chris. Can't believe I'm about. I, I, I know what I want to say, but I don't want to say. Just that say, loud. say what you got to say, man. There's no right or wrong. This is your opinion. Yeah, no. so opinion far your opinion is crazy as hell. I tell you, it's wild. One I cat I think deserves to be up there so far. Who, that, that Richard Pryor? Yeah, the Pryor. He's he's definitely legit. Why would you Why would you not agree with Bill Cosby just because the recent very one dimensional? One dimensional. Yeah, wow. okay. one one dimensional comic, but good, very good. Um. Oh man! I mean, I just have to go on laughs that I that yeah. have been delivered to me. So yeah. I'm gonna go with Brian Callen. Brian Callen. Wow. Yeah. Brian okay. Callen. Okay. He'd love to hear this. You better tag him in if we might get some press. Maybe. Brian, maybe he hooked us up with them free tickets. He hooked me up with free tickets before, actually twice. Good nice. man, Brian nice, Callen. Nice, Good nice. man. But um, yeah, man. He's you hear he Bill, me, you hear he him made on me laugh. Uh, very. Joe Rogan talking about uh, uh, John Joseph. I did hear that, yeah. Well, that was the first time he hooked me up with tickets was through John Joseph. Yeah, yeah. And the second time was through our friend Brian Frostet. Yeah. So, thank you, I Brian. saw him live thank with you the one time. He was John. very funny, but he's a far away from the uh, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, but I'm saying my personal Mount Rushmore. You Chrissy know? Chris, you got anybody? You even care about comics? Yeah, I yeah. Know. I could say... Uh, he's going to say some uh, Greek comet. The no, comet. no, no. George Carlin. Wow, of course. The <laughs> Richard King of Pryor. King. All right. I'd have to say Dave Chappelle. Yeah. And then I had to put Chris Rock up on there. Nice. Hey, Amen. It's a good Mount Rushmore. That's a great, great one. I was trying to think outside the box, though, Chris. Trying to think outside the box. Yeah, but we got to go with those, this. This is Mount Rushmore. Those are, this isn't like name a street after the dude. This is Mount Rushmore. I'm talking, I know, but I'm Jay talking Oakerson about. Lane. Yeah, sure. My, me personally, <laughs> how many laughs have they delivered to no, me? Oh, sure. I got you. you. Know what I mean? I got oh, exactly. You know. And I, I, I've seen every show. But when I say special. Mount Rushmore, I got to say how many laughs delivered to the world. To the world, yeah. To I the know. world. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, that's a rough one. But Chappelle uh, killing him softly, man. Classic. Yes. Classic. Chappelle. Every every joke is yeah. outstanding. Chris yeah. Rock, I, I, you know, we, we would make events out of his new HBO specials. We would yes. make like invite people over and have a packed living room of <laughs> I love, what people, I like about you know? Chris Wright is just his gestures even if you watch it with no sound <laughs> oh, he's funny <laughs> he's man. funny looking dude he always does that real stiff hand where his hand is like real straight and his, his like hand is like just as long as his forearm he's got, <laughs> he's got those long <laughs> fingers like Arsenio yeah. Hall yeah oh, that's good though. no that was yeah. a good Mount Rushmore that was the Mount Rushmore really yeah. realistically Chris went like Chris, classic yours is, yeah, yours classic is the, you know what I'm saying you can't argue with those picks yeah mine you could argue with almost everyone Richard Pryor, would you get a lot of, even if people wouldn't put him on there, I mean, there's probably one of the most famous comics ever, Richard Pryor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. He right? cha- he's like a game changer. He like we cha- know how it changed works. the way people do comedy. After you get older, we see like there's always like the token guy. And for a while, Pryor was the token guy. His stand-up was the biggest. He was in every movie. Right now, you see that with Kevin Hart. He's the token guy. A decade ago, it was, uh, what's that guy's name? Martin. Martin Lawrence, yeah. Martin Lawrence, that was the token guy. You know, it's like the token. There's always a there token a, guy. But all these guys are legitimately really funny stand-ups first. Yeah. But then they're accepted into the movie game, and then, They you become know, a caricature yeah. of what they were before. Now, Chris Rock kind of transcended that because he was sort of that, but then he was doing his own movies and still stand-up. And then you're like, okay, that's he's like... He's like the tradition, more of a traditionalist than some of the other guys yeah. that just took that jump and kind of didn't look back, you know? His last movie, Top Five, is pretty good. Man. That was good. It's a pretty good movie. It's different yeah. from his yeah. other movies where he's just trying to be like a goofy clown. Yeah, usually he sucks at movies. not yeah. even funny. Like New Jack City, I thought he was going to be all funny. It was horrible. <laughs> you were expecting <laughs> that to be funny. No, what yeah. the hell? 
But um, no, I like I like that dude. Dane Cook was that guy. But yeah. see, Dane Cook started as a caricature. Yeah. And then he had to be that even in his worse and worse and worse. And yeah. then now, like later on, now he's trying to be, he, he's becoming more of like, you kind of see him like through that, yeah. that weird he exterior tried to do a, he put on. Tried to do a couple romantic comedies and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he tried. I want to do a romantic comedy. Yeah. I want to do a romantic tragedy. Chris, if you're in a romantic comedy, who would be the female counter star? Susan yeah. Sarandon. Yeah. <laughs> Which one is that, Susan Sarandon? She's, uh, she's uh, whatever. That's crazy. Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> I know that name. I don't know what that bro looks like though. Oh, Susan Sarandon. She's like pretty, but she's like eighty. How you doing, baby? She's like eighty years old. You know? Like a oh, pretty eighty-year-old. Oh, Chris likes God. old bros. Oh my Christ! He likes them all the toasty. <laughs> oh, all crackly and needing that cocoa butter. Remember uh, the client? She was great in the client. That's that's true. That's true. Yeah. All right, you pick any co-star, even in their prime. So if it's like she's like 60 now, you can say, I want this one from this era. Uh, Go! Shit. Mary Tyler Moore. Rest in peace. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. She was hot, man. She was. But I'm going to say Isabella Rosalini. Ooh. Man, I, I know Not the names. Um, I just can't remember what they, what they look like. Isabella Rosalini is the girl. Isn't that Tony Soprano's? Uh, am I thinking of the right one? That's the, the girl, the car salesman? Nah. That Tony Soprano was hooking up with? No, no, no. Who's that? No, she's a, a, a classic actress from like, you know, the 50s. Oh, okay. No, I'm thinking of wrong Beautiful, girl. though, man. Show me a picture Who's of Isabella Rosalini. She's hot, right? Who's Who? Monica Belushi? She's hot, man. No, yeah. who's the one? Oh, who's the one that's all over like Buca de Beppo? There's like pictures. Sophia Loren. Oh, Sophia that's Loren. That's the one I was thinking oh, of. Yeah, that's man. the one I was thinking of. Isabella no, Rosalini, so, man. Yeah, we're all like on. madly Googling Isabella Rosalini right now. All right, that's a good one. Who you pick, Joe? My co-star in a romantic comedy. Ooh. Do you have one? Yeah, give me, give me, give me thirty seconds. <laughs> you can't remember her name. What's no, she from? I can't remember names. Man. I can't even think of a face. Do you remember the constant broad that was she was somebody's mother now, and but she was always like Burt Reynolds' girlfriend and whatnot. A blonde chick, Lonnie. Well, Gump's wife, uh, her mother, I mean. Sally, Sally Fields. Sally Fields in oh, her prime. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, we're going to do that big movie, baby. Sally Fields. <laughs> wow. That's me great. and Sally Fields. Baby, I love you. Don't leave me. I'm running to the train now. Oh, it's going to be a good movie. Right? She's like little sweet. Got a little touch of like southern accent. She's kind of nerdy. Yeah. I throw a beat. Oh, wow. Isabella Rosalini. Let me see what she looks Very like. pretty. Sally Fields. She's like a, like an like a eighties nineties actress. Plus, Sally Fields makes those. Oh yeah, she's nice looking. She's got some neck on her, like yeah, she got Arnold a lot Schwarzenegger, of, a lot of neck. powerlifter neck. She got a lot of neck and upper chest. She been playing football, on. baby. Where you been on the football field? Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday. How you feel about that? Sally Fields. Wow, what a pick. Chris, pick. come on. You remember her. I do, man. Chris I, got a little bone on her. Like, <laughs> she's like mo- a table. motherly pick. Yeah, like even when, as a teenager, she was like motherly. Yeah, yeah she was sweet and kind. It's because it's a romantic comedy, you know? All right. Um, if I'm going to a porn movie, I don't pick her. But for the romantic po- comedy, I'm picking her. Yeah, you're right. Ain't nothing wrong with that pick. Ain't no hate with the, Ain't throwing no shade on that pick. Word up. Um, <laughs> romantic comedy. I'm going... Because it's comedy, I'm gonna try to pick someone who's funny. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna pick. Not um, many girls are funny though. Good luck. I feel like I could do Chelsea Peretti. Maybe. Who the hell is this? Who are it's you like guys? A, it's like a new. She's a newer comic, but she's Chelsea funny. Peretti. 
She's funny. She's got an interesting look. And uh, so we picked two Italian girls and a midi gun. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Chelsea Peretti. I gotta look that up later. Hmm. Yeah, she's a funny girl. You're gonna give her a big break. Put this her on little Twitter. Say this, this could be the bump idea, she babe. was waiting for. <laughs> no, she's dating. Uh, is this you? you know who she's dating is uh, or might, might be married to that dude Jordan Peele from uh, Key and Peele. Oh, okay. So yeah. she shows she already likes the brothers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're right in there. You know, there's like a look you could just kind of tell that they like brothers. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's something like in the, in the eyes. It's like, you know, you it's just in the ass. Usually tell. they can't fit through the door. If they can't, if they got, if they can't the fit through the door, they like on? brothers. Yeah, maybe that's a, that's another key. That's another key giveaway. But, um, yeah, she's, uh, she's funny though. Funny girl. Nice. See that? You know who's girl. fucking hilarious is the girl from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, I, it, like stand up or just like it, TV no, show? just like she's just funny. Funny like girl I don't on even TV. know if she does stand up. Funny girl she's on TV, just funny. Yeah. yeah, like she just says the anything that's not even supposed to be funny, and it makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Remember that one episode when she was doing the characters? Yeah, and she did the one like Connie Chung one. Yeah, <laughs> yo, that was so funny. Uh, you ever see that, Chris? No, nah, not until you. Would yo, love remember she did the Irish show. for St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, you see yeah. that one? She dressed like an Irish girl, and yeah. then she did the Puerto Rican chick. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, she is funny. Yo, that's a great show. Yo, the, the episode where Frank got married to the to the prostitute, it was like a crackhead, oh, yeah, yeah, crackhead yeah, yeah, girl. Yeah. yeah, and she she put on a leather jacket. She said, "This jacket is tighter than dick skin." <laughs> that's crazy. Yo, how is it possible that Frank looks like he did thirty five years ago? I don't know. When he was man. on Taxi, he looked exactly like he does now. How old is Taxi? That's from the seventies. It's like late seventies, right? Seventy-five to maybe seventy-nine. Yeah, he's really, he's, it's like he's holding up great, but he still looks like shit. But he's holding up. He looks like, look like shit the whole time. Yeah, the same he's always, he always level the same. of shit. Yeah, and he's pretty active in always oh, starting in Philadelphia, right? They throw him around. He gets yeah. thrown in, in trash cans. <laughs> Funny dude. Oh my! God. I love when he pulls a gun out. Yo, you don't mess with Frank. He'll pull that gun right out. Yeah, he, he's always carrying that big forty-five. Oh Great gosh. show. Good Great show. show. We recommend if you never heard of that one. Another product of Pennsylvania that's filmed in, mostly in LA. Always sunny in Philadelphia. That's a crazy place, Philadelphia. You got, some, you got definitely a certain quality of people. What were we just doing? Oh, we were looking up questions, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What Damn, see? That's why we never get to questions. <laughs> yeah, but that was better than questions. We, we don't, don't know. Rants are better than questions. We don't know. Um, Let's see here. Yo, somebody's trying to get uh I see people Oh, you know what? Big shout Chicken out butt. to our friend Ice T. Damn. Ice T just added me on Ice, Twitter. Ice baby. That's awesome, man. Um <clears throat> Ice Yo. Body Count has a new record coming out. Body in the spring, motherfucking count. I think in March. And uh he put a little clip of a song up. That's good, right? That had, it was very good. It had Dave Mustaine on there. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know about that Mustaine. But guy. the song was dope. And Dave Mustaine was on it. So I just t- retweeted it and I said, yo, this is great. Let's do some more shows with Wisdom and Chains Body Count. He said, you know it, brother. Ice T sent me some love, added me on Twitter. So we're getting the ball rolling. Hopefully uh, this will become something. something I like memorable. the one line when he says on the first body count, I'd like to take a pig out back in this parking lot tonight. And shoot him in the motherfucking face. Yeah, <laughs> iced tea. Ice tea. No love for the That's cops. That's my iced tea voice. All right, here's a question. Richie does a really good iced tea voice. 
Here's a question. Hey, guys. Love the band and the podcast. Saw you guys with Madball in Stanhope a few weeks ago, and you killed it. Thank you. You guys have mentioned that a few of you are concealed carry permit holders. What made you guys interested in getting the permits and carrying? What do you guys carry? How often do you guys carry? I'm a firearm owner myself, and shooting has always been something my dad and I have done together since I was a kid. But in New Jersey, a CCW permit has never been an option. Just curious about the what, why, and how from Tim. Well, Tim, uh, that's a good question. Yeah. A lot of moving parts. Hamada, hamada, hamada. I already forgot it. Um, So I've had a uh, permit for probably, I want to say about seven years, something like that. Yeah. And um, the reason I got it was just because Cause I, the guy Rocco, I could you get money. it. No, it was just because I could get it. Oh, okay. And I happened to live in a neighborhood where there was... It would come in handy. It, was, it would be easy for me to get it because you actually have to have like a, not a sponsor, but you have to have someone... Um, like recommend you that already has a permit. Yeah. So I I was living in a place where a lot of people had permits that I was kind of associating with. You remember my friend Hal mm-hmm. from the old neighborhood, baseball guy. Yeah. So um, I was hanging out with Hal all the time anyway. So Hal hooked me up, wrote wrote a nice uh, letter about how responsible I am, <laughs> and uh, and I would be a, a good gun owner and a good concealed carry permit owner. And uh, so I just did it, just because so I could. What kind of gun do you carry? Just because I could. If you want to tell people. Uh, well, my preferred piece is a Smith and Wesson forty caliber. Damn! Wow, Joe. trying to kill an elephant. Damn. Well, if you gotta kill somebody, you better kill him right. You know. Damn. You know. That's a hand cannon. And uh, no, to be, it's honestly it's too big. I don't I don't really like carrying it mm-hmm. because it's um, it's just too big. Like my hand, I have a big hand. And I think people assume that I want like this giant, you know, cannon. But if I were actually based on comfort, I felt a lot of nine millimeters that are slimmer and just they fit in your waistband better. Yeah. If you're going to conceal it, um, it's not really concealed. Like when I'm carrying this thing, it's so gigantic. You can see I have this huge lump under my my shirt or my jacket. Walking around all obscene looking. Yeah. It looks like I'm walking around with a bone. Yeah. Just got out of a, a, of a movie with Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, good, good, good. So, um, and how often do you carry it? Another part of the question. I, dude, I don't really carry it anymore, man. I'll be honest. It's oh, like oh, you just set yourself up, son. They coming at you now, baby. Yeah, because now you Yo, better believe I'm gonna wide carry open, it. son. Let's get that ass. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, when I first got it, it was cool, like the novelty of having it, and you know, like yeah. exercising my freedoms. <laughs> But this is how it feels when you when you carry, right? You go, all right. I I, I have my gun on me, and I go into the grocery store, and I got I got mm. a, a gun on me. Might have to shoot the joint up, baby. This is how it feels every time a person walks around a corner and approaches you. You're like, do I got to kill him? This one? Is it gonna be this one? <laughs> like, is this the fucking? Is this the so day think, I do it? You think carrying builds paranoia? Yeah, well, with me, it definitely did. Oh, geez. And I, all I can think about is as a. A, you know, a yeah, gun yeah. In my you have to be aware that you have the gun. Yeah. yeah, like I'm more afraid that, like, oh shit, 
I might have to fucking shoot somebody today. Yo, this is Pennsylvania, so do you, how about when you see the guys that open carry? Yeah, it's Isn't crazy. Fucked up. I it's really fucking hit them when I see that. I yeah. see it. All, I, I don't mean, like you that. See it, all it, the time. it makes it puts everybody on edge yeah. uh, to me. And plus, like, yo, you, what if some nut sees you and just runs up and takes your gun and starts shooting the place up? Hide it, man. Yeah, I don't like that open and carry. I, crap. I think most people with gun permits, they either. They either think they either I honestly think that they're very well trained with weapons, yeah. or they front like they're very well trained with weapons. Yeah. But in reality, you're not well trained with weapons unless you're military. Yeah, if you did the or, Navy or, SEAL training uh, police, like myself, some other guys. Yeah. You know, so, some so even not even all police officers are very well trained. Yeah, they with don't guns. know what they're doing. That's guys. true too. So, man. Certain levels of police officers get better training. Yeah. But but your average like beat cop, he's not very they, well they trained with weapons. Them. So, um. And I'm not very well trained with weapons. I know how to shoot. I know how to set a target up in my, you know, in the woods behind my house. And, yeah, and just hit have a target. Anthony hold it up for you, right? Yeah, Anthony, Jeez. hold this. Put his apple on your head. Ah, yes. <laughs> we started with watermelons, and now I'm, I got down to apples. I'm Sooner getting pretty good. Going to a soon. Yeah, I get pretty good. But, Ooh. um, I yeah, it, it, so it made me paranoid. Yeah. I slowed down on carrying it. There's certain times where I will, but... Not like when I first got it, and it was yeah. just like I was, you know, it was like the novelty of having it. I was just like, yeah, let's see what this is like. But um, it's I could see the point of it so, sometimes, but I think most of the time it's going to cause more of a problem than uh, mm. than a solution. An honest you. assessment. An honest assessment. How about you? Some people think it's the cure all. If you have it, no, nothing, you know, you could save the day every time. You might make it worse. Chris, you carry it all. Nah, I have this rifle. Oh, I'm coming at you, son. You wide open. I'm taking all a your rifle. Money. Old school. Old school. In your house, car. though. For like, house. Yeah, I like to get the shoot, fuck off you know. my yard. Me and Chris went shooting once with his rifle. We took there was a shotgun shell, red shotgun shell on the ground. We took it. We hung it on a rope with a piece of tape. I shot it right off first shot. You did. Bam! A little yeah. shotgun. Yeah, man. <laughs> did you hit, hit the rope? Did that 25 yards? No, I yards. hit the thing. Boom! Yeah. Put a hole in it. Nice. 25 uh, yards. 125 yards. 25, oh, 125. 125. <laughs> Shooting iron sights at 125 yards. 125. I couldn't even see anything. Yo, imagine this scenario where you're in. Everybody has open carry permit, right? Everybody. Yeah. Well, carrying. they don't have it. You're just allowed to do it. You don't concealed need Concealed carry. Okay. okay so okay. Every, everybody I'm saying is concealed carry. Yeah. You go into a crowded area, let's say a flea market, mm-hmm. right? Where there's just people milling around. Everybody looks shady, right? Yeah. You hear gunshots, right? Yeah. And everybody's has a concealed carry permit, so everybody pulls their guns out. Yeah, what's gonna happen? Everybody's gonna fucking shoot each other. Well, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. There's definitely gonna be some people getting shot who are mistaken for the shooter. There's probably gonna be some mishaps, but hey, man, you gotta for protect yourself. Sure, for sure. So, to me, <laughs> oh shit, Richie just got sunned. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is yelling at me, man. Richie just got sunned by Chris. I was tapping my phone like this, <laughs> and he scolded me with eye, oh, one eyebrow man. up, pointing at the Damn, phone. Chris so I get, dropped my phone and said, shut up. Chris did the uh, the, the angry school teacher. He could have just like, yo, don't him. do that. Yeah. He could have said a kind, but he chose the stern. Yeah, he don't like me. Man, that was crazy. Even never... Luke, Luke called him out. He don't lift his friends up. He pulls them down. That was scary. You pull your friends down. That was a scary face, Chris. Holy shit. <laughs> no, but I understand what you're saying about the gun thing. What do you, uh, how about you? Talk um, about your history of guns. I like a 9mm, a, uh, a straight up Glock 19 9mm, cheap ammunition. 
it fits right into my secret spot very well. So I put that uh, below my knees. And I have a Desert Eagle 50 caliber. I put it <coughs> on my waist. <coughs> and that's just for to get the party started. <laughs> ah, In the car, very good. I always got the AK. Would that party be the Republican Party? The AK-47. <laughs> also, cheap ammunition. If you're going to go with a rifle, go with AK. You know AK what, though? ARs. Ammo is very cheap. It's cheap now, but it wasn't before, man. Like I had a Mini 30 <laughs> for a while. which you know, took yeah. AK-47 around, and it was yeah, but compared heinously to, expensive. Compared to the AR-15 stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a night and day. And uh, I'm not a big gun guy, but uh, you won't catch me without it, motherfucker. So make your move, Tim. <laughs> Are you trying to set me up, Tim? Damn, Why are you right? asking these questions? He's probing you, man. He's probing All right. you. Um, there was a time I hate I hate how people get so into gu- like guns like you know what I mean like uh, yeah, oh, it's like the gun groupies <laughs> it's feminine right yeah it's it feminine. is feminine like the <laughs> picture oh, like they're, they're, it's like gun porn they'll even write gun porn like yeah oh, dude <laughs> you shouldn't put porn next to anything except you know females done you know what I'm saying yo there was a time when I first got my permit when I couldn't find forty caliber ammo. Yeah, like people. it was. People were so paranoid that Obama was taking their guns yeah. that they would go into stores and just buy pallets. And the pallets. right wing is so good at causing hysteria over nothing, and during the Obama administration, they caused hysteria over nothing many times, which actually led to the a really high rise in ammunition and firearms themselves. You could used to be able to get AR-15s for seven, eight hundred bucks. Now they're thirteen, fourteen. Oh, they doubled, man. Then, then after that, now what are they doing? They're causing hysteria with these refugees. You break. Joe's taking a picture. Well, I now wasn't ready, son. Yeah, you're good. Well, I was looking the other way. You got the right side. I'm like, I got. A, I slept in the tanning bed a little I'll wrong last time. Oh yeah, you look look mad, singed on one side. You look mad at me. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Keep talking. Nah, that's about it. Okay. Well, what else we got? Oh, I got another. You got a question? I got another one. Go ahead. I had actually had the same question. Really? Yeah. Oh, from Tim? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tim went all angles, yeah. baby. Okay. So thank you for the question, though, Tim. Send another one. Hey, guys. Love the podcast. Love the band. My only problem is very few episodes, long times in between. I'm looking at Chris right now. (laughs) I am the culprit of that. This may sound weird. I believe everyone hears voices in their heads. Do you guys hear voices? If so, is it your own voice or another voice? Wondering, Gary. Well, Gary, I don't know if everyone actually hears voices in their head. He didn't say definitely, but he, he thinks everyone. I think. Uh, you don't even hear your I own do. voice? No, me, I do. Okay. I don't I'm, I don't think everyone does. Though. How about, like, don't people that you say, like, don't they at least hear their own voice? They think to them, you know. You... I don't know. So how about in your case? I okay, have. In your case, is it your voice or another voice? I'll tell you, I don't really know. But I'll tell you that I get caught multiple times a week talking to myself. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I catch myself talking to myself and I'm like, holy shit, I was just talking to myself. Um, Julie's always laughing at me because I'll be like, you know, if she walks around the corner and there's like a mirror anywhere in sight, I'll be like, like you know, doing these yeah, weird you do have an odd gestures and talking and like making weird facial expressions like I'm in the middle of a conversation. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, "Who were you just? What were you just talking about?" And I'll be like, "Oh shit!" I was I talking to, to uh, my imaginary friend. So I don't. 
So it's not a it's consistent almost, voice. No, it's almost like scenarios. Like I'm imagining scenarios. So it's probably your own voice you're hearing. You think or no? Uh, it could be. I, it's it's crazy. It's like, you know, like when you wake up from a dream and you try to remember the dream that just happened, but it's yeah. like, it's, it's gone. Yo, I you had know, some sick cool. dreams lately, all revolving around dogs. Oh, shit. So yeah. you do remember them. The, yeah, the ends of them. Well, like, certain times I'll have a dream and I'll wake up and I'll try to remember the dream that I just woke up from and it's gone already. And like, yeah. it's too late, you know, like you, you needed to just be there in that moment and then you wake up and it's disappeared. Yeah. So it's kind of like that with these weird conversations that I'll have where I'm I'm going Perhaps over something. Perhaps you could call it daydreaming. Or, it's probably daydreaming which uh-huh. I did as a kid for you know uh-huh. hours at a time. So I'm sure I, that's probably still what it is. But you can't say whose voice if it's your own or No. I don't try, it, to, it's, it's, try I, to keep record of it for now on. I, I always do man. It's it's like scenarios. Like I'll put myself in a scenario of um let's say let's say stick with the gun theme, right? Like a robbery or yeah. something. So I might be in a in line at a bank waiting yeah, to cash my guy, check. This guy with this turban looks a little shady over here. <laughs> and, uh, something like that. So I'll start going through a scenario <laughs> of of like what might happen if there was a robbery, like me trying to talk down the robber or of whatever you know, whatever crazy thing it might mm-hmm. be going on in my head, and then, I you know I hear a noise or whatever, or somebody bumps into my shoulder, and I wake up from the thing, and then it's gone, and I don't remember any of what I was just thinking about. I got you. All right. So Gary seems Joe's crazier than you are. How about yeah. you, Chris? Uh yeah. Sometimes I hear my own voice in my it's head when I'm voice. thinking about something. So it's just thinking. Thinking. So he's probably right when he hears everybody hears a voice, whether it's their own or yeah. Probably correct on that, right? I mean, uh, sometimes when I'm writing like a report or something, you say it and then you put it down. I'll say it out loud, or I'll, if I say something wrong, I read it and I'll curse. You know, I'll, I'll have or a you conversation. just be sitting there and yeah. you just ate a couple slices of pizza. You'd be like, in your head, oh, I gotta take a shit. Well, yeah, I'm thinking to myself. I think everybody's thinking to themselves. Yeah, they have to take a shit. Yeah, who doesn't have to take a shit? Oh. Am I right? Very interesting. Hey, Chris, had you ever heard of the Greek philosopher Chrysippus? Yes, but I'm, I'm not very good with the philosophers. Did you ever hear of a guy who died laughing at one of his own jokes? I heard of Cookie Puss. Oh, I don't know. One of them, I'm sure. That's Chrysippus. Oh, did he die at Greek his own philosopher jokes? Greek philosopher Chrysippus awesome. died me. laughing at one of his own jokes. That would be me. I'm the only one who laughs at my jokes. <laughs> I'd be loving myself. <laughs> yeah, Rich <Richie! laughs> Oh, man, you're so funny, man. That's a good question, though, man. I mean, I, I think that everybody... I've caught Anthony talking to himself before. Stop that, Anthony. We're going to put you to the doctor. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's odd. Like, what goes on in your head? <sighs> Nobody knows. You know? And is it It must be different. Everybody's head... Of the know, whole brain, we only can account for 95% of the whole brain so far. Only 95%? There's still 5% that we don't know about, Chris. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> you know that? Facts. Did you know that? Alternative facts. Donald Trump, baby. Keep drinking Coke. No, Coke will clean out your system first thing in the morning. If you want to really tap that last 5% potential, do it. Coca-Cola is the key. Yeah. Coke is the key. I'm telling you, you drink coffee in the morning. That's, you know, there's a reason for it. The Coke will give you a little shot, but plus clean the system out. The coffee, it'll give you a little shot, but then it's kind of ruining your insides. It's rotting you. See? It's rotting you. Coke is giving you light. Like, yo, when they prove you could put a heart on a platter, 
You pour Coke on it, it beats real nice and steady. Okay? <laughs> you pour coffee on it, it starts bugging out. Like, oh, it's too hot. Pour it right on top. <laughs> right on the hard. Just pour it on it. Scientists Right on the top. Gary, thank you for the question. Gary, amazing <coughs> question. Amazing. That was awesome. Yeah. I like those kind of questions. Yeah, Weird who knows? shit, man. I don't know, man. Life is crazy. Let's see if I got any more. Um, should we mention Chris's outrage? He said, okay, I think we covered Gary. A lot of these are multi-part questions. Chris, you want to talk about your outrage? Oh, political, my political outrage? Yeah. Eh, you know, I just think people should become involved. You know, contact your senators, contact your congressman if you don't How like How many people have you contacted on. this week, Chris? I wrote to my senator. What's his name? Pat Toomey. Pat Toomey. He's a Republican senator. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote to the... Uh, Senate committee that handles the National Security Council. Okay. Voicing my uh, disapproval of Steve Bannon's appointment to that position. Now, is it true that Steve Bannon is going to have almost more privileges than the other people on the council because of he there's some some loophole in this in his status? Well, he's involved as he's a political appointee to Trump. Uh, You know, he's always there. He has a permanent position, so like the. Joint Chiefs of Staff guy is uh, is called in when they need him, and the head of the CIA is the and and Homeland Security is called in when they need him. Bannon is a a very rigid ideologue, you know. And would you say he is a white supremacist? That's what a lot of people. The word a lot of people are throwing around uh, is that he is a white supremacist. Would you agree with that? He is. He's if. He's on that line, man, and he might cross over, put a foot over there to uh, court that element. He's dipping a toe in that He's pool? He's dipping a toe in that pool. I would think all you have to do is just go to Breitbart, go through their archives, and just check out where, where it goes. You could just be reasonable about it and say, huh, that's, that's coming close. See, I've, coming up I've, that line, might yeah, stick I've a toe been in there. there. I, I've been on Breitbart. A lot of, you know, I think at this point, probably a lot of people have. <laughs> I'm not sure what the end game is, though. Is it actually like trying to convince people that, like, you know, to be white power? I don't, I don't know. If that, I'm not convinced that that's the point of it. He describes himself as a nationalist, so he's a nationalist agenda. Now, you could be a nationalist and not be a, a Nazi, but we have to say that authoritarian kinds of outlooks attract a certain kind of type of person. Sometimes, you know what I mean. Right. That might be a, a Nazi. So you're gonna if you're calling out I'm a nationalist and I kind of have fascist kinds of leanings, you're gonna attract that element too. It's gonna come like a, a moth to that proverbial flame. Proverbial, son. Perverted. And right. he's and he's rigid and he's a rigid ideologue. And when he's in there, he's it, you could he's the kind of guy who's gonna squash out any kind of alternate opinion. Chris, what I, is I don't the pitch opposite? Him as being, you know, what is the opposite of rigid? Well, he has to be at least flaccid. No, just what is the opposite of rigid? He flaccid, to, maybe? I would say you have to be somewhat flexible. And, ability, okay, flexible. and, and to adapt. You have to be able to adapt your so opinions. So there's rigid and there's just flexible. Or adaptable. Let's even, let's, I'll do one better. You have to be adaptable to the situation. Uh, let's say rigid and flexible. Do you want your sword to be flexible or rigid? I want my sword to be flexible so it doesn't snap when I get into a fight. No, you don't. You want it to be rigid. Not at all. Rigid is brittle. You want it to be like the katana. It's not. That's not a. That's, that's rigid. That is a flexible piece of. That's equipment. strong. You can't move that. You can move it. 
Doesn't give it all. It Go has, right through Fletch. That's plenty of give. You want a guy up there to. fighting for your rights, fighting for your country. You want him to be rigid, not flexible, not soft, not flaccid. Rigid. Impossible. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Steve Bannon, that goofy guy. Yeah, well, I mean, he listen, he's sitting in on very important meetings. Yeah. I would say he's, he's uh, well, you know. An asshole. He's an asshole. <laughs> That's a, he's a, a professional asshole. Milo yeah. uh, Yanapopoulos, whatever. Yanopoulos. He's yeah. a professional asshole. I'd like to throw a beating on that fruit. Yeah. That other dude, Richard, mm. Spen- Richard Spence, right? Yeah, Richard Spence. He's, he's, he's a he's professional a asshole. Yeah, he's a Nazi. Yeah. How he's, he he's, he's like much more of a, a Nazi. You getting punched? Well, he's a professional asshole. You see him get punched? Yeah, I did. How can everybody complain? You got to at least knock him out. You, you don't knock everybody out every time nah, you hit somebody. that was a good punch. I thought it was, it was a really good, punch. solid punch. If I hit him, nice. they, they, they melt. Get he out of here. He hit him high on the cheekbone. It was if a goofy shot. If he landed lower on the jaw, he would have knocked him out, I'm sure. And he probably had to angle himself through a few people to get through there. Yeah, but I thought it was the effort was commendable. This is the thing. When people are protesting and they burn stuff, I kind of don't care. I don't care because they're willing to go to jail. And if you do your, you know, you do your policing properly, you're going to take them to jail. You're going to they're going to get a fine. If somebody punches this dude when he's talking, then then do it, but be willing to go to jail over it. Yeah. Be willing to go to jail and everybody stop complaining this this punching people and burning stuff down it represents such a small part of a huge protest and those people are willing to get locked down. So good for them. Have a good time. How about the the actor Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, so I think he's playing a part. Yeah, but it's pretty crazy. Like he really went balls in. Like remember when that one dude from uh, Balls Out? How's no. it go? Balls Out. Sorry, not balls in. <laughs> I never heard of either of those balls terms. Deep. I don't know. He went balls deep. I don't know. Yeah, I never he was heard. Using, of he was he was leading with his balls. I never heard of either of those terms to be <laughs> balls out or balls in. Yo, he's balls out. Balls in. <laughs> no, you I never mean, heard balls out. Yeah, he went balls out. That's no. what I meant to say. Balls out. But check it out. Who was that dude that was on the uh, with? Uh, Russell Crowe about oh Gladiator, the Emperor. What was his name? Commodus. Commodus. Yeah. What was his name? His He's, actor's uh, name. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, Remember how he was doing a weird thing for a while? He was like being a real life character. Like yeah, he played like a like a yeah weird like. Is that what this guy's doing? Recluse. Yeah, this dude's been doing it for a couple of years though. Shia LaBeouf. He's been there's a there's been memes of him acting weird really for the last like four Think he years. Just lost probably. his marbles or is he like doing a little he could thing? Have, man. Uh, I don't know. I, maybe like remember I, that one comedian from Taxi, Ludka. Yeah, he was doing that for a while. He was like this weird alternative character, but all day long. Yeah, like a, a method I actor. Do that. I don't know if I. That's like a pimp a, though, son. All day, every that's, day. Uh, comes Borat natural. style, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Borat yeah. style. I don't know. Uh, Why that's his name Shia LaBeouf? Is he Muslim? How do you get over here? <laughs> Send him back. <laughs> Travel ban him. The travel ban him. He's not allowed to leave Los Angeles. Can't leave Las Vegas. Oh my God, Shia LaBeouf. That's um, a weird name, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know, man. He's just uh, an odd dude. But like I think a, it's funny. A it, French clown. It, to me, it's kind of cool when, like, he's got a lot to lose. Somebody like that. Yeah, maybe. He's got a lot to gain, and he's, but, but like, he's got, he's like got he more to lose do, than to gain. He could get locked up on these little petty charges all the time because, like, nothing. And then he's like. You know Hollywood loves that stuff. You know the left wing stuff. They, yeah, he's not. He doesn't have to like explain to a boss. He doesn't have to. Yeah, and plus Hollywood. If you go to an NRA meeting, you're done in Hollywood. This dude is probably he's gonna get every gig he wants because he was marching with the with the low level people. Yeah, it could be a good career move for yeah. Shia LaBeouf. I want to do a protest. What should we protest? Let's do one. There's, what do you think there's about- plenty of them. We could we could organize our own. What do you think though? about the woman's march? <clears throat> 
to unify women, but not allow women who believe in pro-life to march with them. I think any woman was allowed to march. No, they they didn't want them there. They didn't want them there. The people that set up the march said, "Don't come." They don't want pro-life signs. You mean, or they They don't want pro-life supporters to join their march, even if they Uh are female. That's kind of fucked up. (laughs) That's your people, Chris. The left wing. They're splintering. It's just splintering in the group. It's wrong to say it. It's weird to me. (laughs) 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 It's. I mean, this might sound stupid, but isn't pro-life... Listen, everybody at home right now, everything we say sounds pretty stupid. stupid. We don't know what the hell we're talking about, but we have the balls to talk like we do. It's like pro-life and pro-choice. I I would think that a pro-choice person, doesn't that mean like you got to support pro-life? Because you're pro-choice. You got to support whatever anybody chooses. So if they choose, like that's their choice, like why why would you be against it? Well, you know what it is, because they feel that... I could understand if they're telling you, trying to tell you, no, you need to be this way, then okay, I get it. But if if it's just a person that's like... if you are pro-life, you're trying to tell the other people that they can't kill their baby. Well, maybe (laughs) not, That's what you think it is. I'm just saying, I'm sure there's pro-life people who aren't telling anybody anything. You ever see a picture of the baby in a womb when it's like as big as your thumbnail? Yeah. It's got arms, legs, and fingers. It's wild, man. It's wild. It's not a personal, huh, Chris? Fingers, it got vertebrae. Look at Chris, that nah, left wing sicko. Nah, I don't know. Chris, you never experienced the miracle, the miracle of birth. Yeah, you were never born. You were okay. created in some factory somewhere, you robot. I am. I'm a robotic. What's the matter with you? I'm an android. Life does not in- in- interest me. One of the most, <laughs> one of the most disturbing things I ever saw. I saw that. Our b- bass player Evan bodies exhibit. Oh, oh. You ever oh, see yeah. that? I saw pictures. You see that, Chris? Of it, right? I didn't know. I seen pictures from it. It's crazy. Yo, they had from. I think it was like one week yeah. to like a full term baby. Yeah. Like set up in like week by it's week. It's like by a little week. dude, right? It's crazy, dude. It doesn't have a penis or a vagina yet, though, right? When did that happen? That happened somewhere in the middle. Because that was a weird thing. When I was born, the doctor said it happened right off the bat. He said the word bat. I had a big Johnson Louisville hanging Slug first day. He said first day. That's what it was. All right. I, I really no wish, joking around. <laughs> I really wish I could tweet that picture. <laughs> your baby picture. You could. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you? If I tweet that, I'm going to jail. Oh yeah, man. yeah. You know what's funny? Me and uh, fucking ridiculous. Me and Anthony have. It, well, I have like an iPad, right? So yeah. that's pretty much Anthony uses the iPad. I, I, I have my phone, but everything from my phone and the iPad is like linked. It's synced up. So when I put a picture on my phone, it, it goes, goes to uh, there, and, the and when he puts on it on there too, so that baby picture was on there. Oh uh, <laughs> boy! He was like, "Yeah, what is this?" He came <laughs> in my room like that. He was like cracking up, oh like, "What is God. this?" I was like, "Oh my That's God!" That's Richard's baby picture. <laughs> I'm sorry, people. I wish I could explain this picture, but just picture a, uh, uh, you know, it's it's yeah, you know, it's not it's not. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. It's yeah. not for everybody. But Rich's baby picture is a little disturbing. It's a disturbing picture. And you know I was raised on a Jamaican milk baby. <laughs> That's how we do. So, man. So a little fun, politics man. for you. A little politics. What else we got going on? I don't know, man. We got to g- talk about Black Sabbath. Oh, yeah, yeah. Played last their show. last show. Last night. Of their last farewell, the end tour. It ended in Birmingham, right where they began. Like 35, 40 years ago? What uh-huh. a story. That's be about 40 years. About 40 no, years. more than that. They were in the 68, 69. 50 years ago? 49 years ago? Where would you put them on the list of the most influential bands? I would put they them... they got to be top three. As sure. the most influential band. The? Of all okay. time. Okay. The. In all genres of music, they, they had the earliest 
punk rock ideas that you could recognize as punk rock in a song like just straight up paranoid it's a ramon song straight up Yo, no you, denying it's well you know what you get same them and zeppelin because if you listen to Zeppelin 1, you got communications breakdown to straight punk rock songs. Sure, sure. But you know, a lot of lesser them. degree than Black Sabbath. Like the con- con- contributions of Black Sabbath that just just never ended. And then they became a metal band. But at first they weren't a metal band because there was no metal. You know what I mean? They eventually got like put in. evil blues band. They got put of, into Yeah, that. basically, right? They were blues. <clears throat> they were a blues band. They were playing what you would call mainstream radio rock at the time. They experiment with some funk stuff funky kind of stuff they were all over the place but as far as influential what what band that had radio success band that plays guitar wasn't influenced by black sabbath yeah it's hard to say man now people were arguing with me on the beatles but the beatles were so one-dimensional you know it's just so one-dimensional yeah uh, yes and no definitely the beatles were like the it most- depends on the era but i like the beatles got pretty cool Towards the end, they got they, they got know. cool. Man. When the media made them cool, they got cool. But they were definitely the <clears throat> the most influential boy band of all time, as I always say. The Beatles created the boy band genre. This guy is there. he's your jockey guy. He loves to play tennis. This is your wild one. He smokes cigarettes. This one, you know, it's like it was such bullshit with the Beatles. I, I never, you know, just me. Well, you know, what do I know besides everything? But Black Sabbath, <laughs> the most influential. They. To this day, to yesterday, they're playing live. With their long gap, remember, Black Sabbath still played live without Ozzy, without this guy, that guy, but they still, they, they, they were reduced to a, a, a club band for a while, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They were still out there. Never stopped. Yeah. You know, they had some delays here and there. Put out a ton of records, even the records with different singers. You know, whoever was the, the brains behind the, the music of the band, props. But Ozzy's voice, of course, is it's a different level that Tony has. You know, the tone of the guitar, the distortion. To this day, you got brand new bands in 2017 that come out and they're like gloom rock bands. Oh, they, what they that means that sound, is man. we want to sound like Black Sabbath. Yeah. A 40-year-old band. Even Imagine uh, when, you're, like, when you were a kid and your dad's listening. Like my dad used to listen to doo-wop music. Imagine like it, it just, it's, 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 it's a different level what these guys caused. You know, there was nobody coming out saying we're going to be a doo-wop band. If they were, they were, you know, they were playing the VFW Hall or something, you know, and doing vocal stuff. Good for, but like, dude, dude, to me, no more, no more of a better band out there, no more of an influential band. They, you could hear their influence in every band that has had success, and every band who hasn't, from every genre of heavy music to just straight up rock and roll. It's a real that, success story. True. Is everyone from the original lineup still alive? Yeah, but they didn't have the drummer on his last tour. Okay. Bill Ward. That's pretty cool, man. It's a cool story of a band. They're and yo, I was going to make with a, a movie about them someday for sure. I was with, uh, with Craig from Sick of It All one day, and he gives me his phone. Listen to this. And I listen to the phone. Hey, mate. Skeezer Butler. Just calling to say have a great show tonight in L.A., man. Wish I could make it out, but unfortunately I have some things to do. Just want to say, have a great show and good luck, mate. And I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> Yo, Geezer Butler, call him up. The, Craig's friend who we met at, I don't think Joe was there, Crossroads Kitchen in Los Angeles, the vegan restaurant, which Towel. was great. Yeah. yeah. Geezer's always in there eating. He's like, Yo, my dude's a big fan. 
yo, we heard Craig's little private stuff on the side, man. This is Geezer Butler straight up. Yeah. Big, my friend's a big fan. They're playing L.A. tonight. What are you doing, Geezer? Oh, I can't go. I can't go. But let me wish you made a good show. So he texts Craig, answer the phone in two minutes. Craig don't answer the phone. He calls up. He leaves the keys. He leaves a message. That's dope, right? That's, that's fucking awesome. Save that forever. Yeah, that's almost better. Yeah, he didn't. Answer. That's what he said. He said, "Now I could just save it." Yeah. Yeah. But that's, oh, cool. that's, that's pretty amazing, cool. Man. That is pretty amazing. And, <laughs> and come on, the Yo. name Geezer Butler. Come on. You know what though? And in he Birmingham, he could have been a, uh, a fighter in a, a, a Rocky movie. Yo, in Birmingham, they give a lot of money. Tony Avenue gives a lot of money to arts and music programs to, to yeah. across the city to different schools and stuff. Yeah. Very generous. They're like you know well loved. He's looking for the next Birmingham, Birmingham Idol. Birmingham. Yeah, he does good, man. They Tony Iommi, the son of Italian immigrants in Birmingham. We played a show in Birmingham with Crutch a long time ago, remember? Yeah, we've been there a few times. I remember as soon as we pulled into the city, we saw a car on fire, remember? Oh, yeah, right on the yeah. orbital, out of orbital. <laughs> Rough city. Birmingham's a crazy place. Rough city. I love England. That's though. where the Beatles are from, too? Nah, Liverpool, man. Liv- Liverpool. Liverpool. Oh, I go right. further north. We're talking oh, a little we different, too, mate. Right? Yeah. We put a little extra... Thing at the end of our words, like our friend Paul, Paul Forsyth. Exactly, Liverpool. Paul Forsyth. Yeah, he's like, I'm so happy to see you guys on tour with Sick of It All. Yeah, wait, I'm doing like a little. You're doing ammo. Kind of you bit. got a little ammo in there. <laughs> ammo, where you at, baby? Doing ammo. I did. Hello, mate. Yeah, Hello. it's great to have you. Hello, can't wait to see you in June. What a guy, Ammo Lou. That's my man. That's a big motherfucker. As big as he is, he could kick right over your head. Yo, yeah. ammo is a a specimen. I remember Specimen. one time I had should a, be cloned. I remember I had a little beef in front of Ando and I had to fight this dude in front of Ammo. And when I was done with fighting, Ammo said, hey, Richie, <laughs> I'll tell you what he said. Yeah, you, you give me the script. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. He said, Richie, good fight, but you could use a little more quickness in your jab. <laughs> Richie, good fight, but you could use a little more quickness in your jab. Exactly. <laughs> and I said, shut up, yo. Shut up. What do you know about quickness? And he was like, that's it. Oh, okay. A little more quickness in my jab. <laughs> a bastard I love the English yeah. sense of humor I love those people They're good people Yeah man uh, What are we working on for June Richie? We got any info we can pass along to the people? June June into Late June or July into, is it? Late June into early July okay. We're going to be in Europe A tour with Terror But we will awesome. be hitting Some festivals Some good ones like Resurrection Fest in Spain. Hey, which will include, I think, Ramstein as a headliner. Yeah, Rancid, me. Rancid as a headliner. Dropkick awesome, Murphys. Man. Oh my God. Uh, Richie awesome. Crutch and the Scooters. My side project will oh, be headlining. Excellent, excellent. Uh, all five scooters. Yes, I'm going to bring all wow. five scooters with me. But uh, then we'll do with full force, which is a great German fest we've done in the past. We haven't played that since the incident in 2010. Since so the skateboard incident, it's where good to be back. Heads were split and we were put on a blacklist, but now we're back. We're back. We Hopefully. made it to the beige list. <laughs> awesome. And that is going to be. I know In Flames is on that. Oh, it's it's going to be. That's going to be great. I think Madball's on that too. What's that other? We're fest? definitely doing one with Madball called. What is that Mission Ready Fest. Mission Ready, yeah. Me first and the Gimme Gimme. Me it's first, like Gimme of- Gimme. Flogging Molly, Terror, Agnostic Front, Madball, and many others. Oh, can't we wait. also might be, it's not announced yet, so I can't really, I don't know if I could say. Yeah, I don't There's say. a huge fest in Copenhagen that we might start off our whole tour Ooh. with. Fingers and if we crossed, do that one, crossed. we'll do it without Terror, and then we'll meet Terror on the tour. And y'all, listen, last time we went out and, and we did a tour with Terror, Luke and Scott Vogel, the singer, 
And my drummer Luke, they had a lot of beef. A lot of beef. And it all started from just Luke trying to care for Scott. You know, it might be 3.30 in the morning and... And Luke is opening up his curtain and hey man, saying hello. Hey, hey, you all right, man? Hey, Sky, you okay? I brought you a muffin. You want something to eat? Hey, I brought you some. <laughs> I brought you a muffin. Hey, Scott, wake up. I brought you a chicken pot pie. Scott, I got pretzels in the lobby. <laughs> and he's like, it's 3.30 in the morning. Get out of Get here. Get out. What's wrong with him? Why don't you? Why I'm trying you to bring him food. Me? I try to bring him food. You don't like. Guys, we got to wrap it up. It's gonna, we're going to run out. I don't out. care about we're what that thing says. We're running out. Don't then let like it run food. out. I'm not scared of that hey, machine. Scott, Scott, wake up. I bought you a pizza pie. Okay, so listen. Late June, early July. Then we're going to go back in November. And we're going to go with No Turning Back and Knuckle Dust, our good friends. And and who? Strength for a Reason. Strength for a Reason definitely doing it? Yeah. Great, great. That should be good. That's like uh, These are bands we came up with, so that's... That's good. And yeah. it's like a different era of bands. So it's kind of a test to see if, because, uh, you know, when we go there, we go with the with the bigger, a lot of the New York bands do great. So let's see what we could do uh, on our own, a little lower level. You know, we're playing people's living rooms and basements and bathrooms. And No, I'm just kidding. It's going to be a great tour. Yo, and I want to say to the people real quick. Um, He's getting nervous. Don't worry, Chris, Chris. Don't be nervous. You just we gotta download get this it and then you empty the card. You put it back in. We start over. We got to get this announcement out. We got to get Our it good out. friends in uh, Expire. Oh. We got, we, we're lucky enough that we did tours with some up-and-coming young bands who really took off on their own. We've, yeah. we've been on tour with Cruel Hand when they were just starting. We molded we on, them from the very beginning. We were on tour with Twitching Tongues when they just started. We were on yes. tour with Expire when they just started. Yeah. And uh, Expire is, unfortunately, they're coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Like um, all great things. So they just actually just started the the end of their um, their final tour mm-hmm. when uh, a couple days ago. Um, this will probably be out in like, you know, three or four days from now. But so... Oh. You got you got new news. So, I want to tell everyone though, go check out this movie um, that Expire put out. It is, it's about a uh, their Midwest house show tour, and it's it's a beautiful fucking thing. Is it heartwarming? It's really yeah, it's really like it, it brought a tear to my eye. No bullshit. If they it's remake called, this movie, should I star in it with Sally Fields? <laughs> Richie's gonna star as Zach. Yeah. Uh, it's go to expirewithlove.com. Expirewithlove.com and check out this movie. It's about a real hardcore band, the way doing it right, the way that a hardcore band should, and calling calling the shots for themselves, finishing the way they want to finish. It's a really fucking cool story. Expire, living up to their name. Yeah. So um everybody check that out. Follow us on Twitter at Post Americans. Instagram at Post America Podcast. Right, motherfucker. Email us your questions. You can send it to Post America Podcast at gmail.com or yeah, hit us all up so personally. More questions too. We'll get to them next. Time. We'll do a whole question episode soon. So, uh, but thanks for listening, and we'll try to get some more episodes out ASAP. Thanks, people. We out of here. We out of here. America Podcast. Dump, 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 dump.
host of Merodan.